The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Practical Spirituality Positive Messages This is Unity Online Radio The Voice of an Awakening World Move through blocks and fulfill your passion and purpose This is Stop Stopping Yourself with your host, Vincent Jenna Well, welcome, everybody. Yes, this is already the second week of August, and I am coming to you live from Holly Springs, North Carolina, which is right near the Raleigh area for those of you who are familiar with North Carolina, but not that familiar with all of the other suburbs. Um, It is a nice day outside. We've had wonderful weather here recently. It hasn't been too hot. I hope those of you in the country and the world um, that are had been having heat waves and stuff like that, that you've had a chance to cool off for a bit. I know that gets in the way of, of really being peaceful in life and calm when you're worried about having to go outside or having to deal with the heat or having to deal with horrible fires and stuff like that, right? But the whole reason why we come to Unity Online Radio is to learn the steps and the techniques to help us cope with the physical world and what goes on in the physical world. And and that is so perfect because I have a special treat for everybody today uh, on my show. Um, it's it's not often that we have the chance or that I have the chance to uh, make a connection with somebody who uh, can be so inspiring and so meaningful in life, um, especially at this point. And every so often when I get a chance to do that, it just thrills me to know that I can share with you profound information that can absolutely transform your life. And and this guest that I'm going to be having on today that you're going to hear from shortly um, is just a person to be able to do that, transform your life if you just listen to uh, some of his incredible insight. And so I, I, I always know, I judge how I'm doing in life, not just by the outcomes, but also by the connections that I make. I remember some philosopher said you can judge your success in life by the friends you keep or by the friends you attract. 
And I use that as far as anything that I attract in my life. And you can use the same thing. What are you attracting in your life? Are you attracting some positive experiences? Are you attracting some positive people? Or are you attracting some negative people and downers and, and people who make you feel bad? Um, examine that because that's a way of figuring out what it is you need to still work on or enhance or fix, right? Um, if I sound a little garbled today, I apologize for that. I just on Monday had a, a procedure done um, that basically is sticking a tube down your throat just to examine your uh, esophagus and making sure everything is working right. You know, that uh, I'm at that age you know, they want to check everything out on us when we get older, you know? And so, um, of course, you know, whenever you put a, a tube in a throat, it's going to affect or inflame the vocal cords. Um, and I, hey, I've got this doctor on the show today, and, uh, and I know that some of the stuff that he is going to be talking about is certainly going to, I'm going to be applying and using. Right. So I may sound a little garbled. Everything is coming back fine. It's just, you know, a little inflammation in the vocal cord area, but that's okay. Better than a sore throat. I'm not feeling that anymore. But without delay now, I, I want to um, share with you uh, this gentleman that was actually introduced to me by a friend of mine and um, his PR person. Um, Mark Mencola, Dr. Mark Mencola, okay? Now, he's a nutritional therapist and a quantum engineer healer. A quantum engineer healer. And boy, do we need him today, who has transformed the lives of, of really more than 60,000 people over the past 35 years. He's been doing this, um, you know, as long as I have been, and amazing over 60,000 people. And through his innovative genius, he has integrated ancient Chinese energy, healing techniques. And we know the Chinese have had very old healing methods. And now when you combine that, which he did with cutting edge nutritional science, in what which he calls electromagnetic muscle testing, a one-of-a-kind approach that zeroes in on each individual's unique nutritional needs. That's an amazing um, technique. I definitely love to experience that. Uh, oh, not only is he an ex expert in those areas, but he's also received awards. He received the 2021 Divine Contribution to Humanity Award. And his new film, The Way of Miracles, was awarded the best health awareness film of 2021. Now, I believe, and he'll correct me if I'm wrong, he did write the book, The Way of Miracles, and turned that into a documentary, which is absolutely fabulous. He's authored seven international best-selling books to date. He's appeared on Dr. Oz, Better TV, ABC Talk Radio, uh, WFXT, Fox 25, Boston, KCBS, Los Angeles, along with numerous national television and radio shows, and has been in national magazines. Dr. Mark Mincola, thank you 
for joining the Vincent. Stop Stopping Yourself show. Thank welcome, welcome. Thank you. Thank you so much for your kind invitation. Wonderful to be with you. Thank you. Oh, absolutely. Boy, we are going to be diving into your work. And let me tell you something. We don't have enough time to do that. I, I wish we can go on for the next couple of hours sharing all that you know. But you've got to tell me. You've got to share with everyone. All right. So you started to get interested in nutritional therapy. Or, or how did you become interested in even going into the work that you are doing now? Where did it all start from, Mark? When I was in my 20s, I was a business major in college, and out of the blue, my 35-year-old brother, whom I love very dearly, had a heart attack. Age 35, had a heart attack. Mm. Stunners me. How is this possible? Why did this happen? How did this happen? How could it? I found out that he had hyper hyperlipoproteinemia. He had blood fats. Minute there, you were t yes. talking about what you found out about your brother and what he had. So my, my family was stunned to find out that my brother's diet contributed to his heart attack. My brother had open heart surgery during the during the period in the seventies when the open heart surgery was so crude. It was a horrible procedure. And I went to the hospital to see my brother. My brother was opened up from under his chin to his toe. Oh, they just they just opened him up like like a like a chicken. It was terrible. The long story short is, I was so stunned by this. I said, how could this be? How can I help my brother? How can I make a difference in his life? How, how can I help him to get healthy again, to become well? It was a shock. It was a total shock. So I did some studying. I'd spend a lot of time in reference library activity, just studying, studying, studying about triglycerides, blood fat, hyperlipoproteinemia, things like that. We studied intensively, and I just decided that I was going to try to help my brother get his diet together. My first patient of all, back when I was 22 years old, was my brother, my dear brother. And we did work together on his diet, his fitness program, and he became well again. But that motivated me to get the process started, and lo and behold, I decided to change my major from business to nutrition. So that was my beginning. Wow. And you, you know, Dr. Mark, what you're talking about, there seems to always be some type of crisis with a loved one that inspires us to do something about it. it it's so similar sure. to my story and why I even became a spiritual teacher and a psychic medium is because of a friend of mine that I wanted to help so desperately. So how wonderful that is. It's important for people to understand that. All right. So, all right. So you studied nutrition. So that's great. But now we're talking about some other stuff that that's not so traditional Chinese medicine and, and developing this, this new method. How did that come about from you being a nutritionalist? Because one of the first things I, I picked up on when I started counseling with, with, with people in nutrition, I started realizing that individuals had very different chemistries, had very different needs, and that nutrition, if it's properly practiced, is not a one-size-fits-all process. 
And I came from the world that everybody else came from. Blueberries, they tell you blueberries are good for it because they have vitamin A, vitamin C. They tell you that fiber is good. They tell you that using a lot of vegetables and fruits is healthy for, to protect your immune system and all that. But those are generic tidbits of information. They're, they're true, but they're too broad-based. They're too generic. I started finding out that one person could eat blueberries, and even they, even blueberries could make them sick. So healthy foods can make healthy people unhealthy. So it's a question of how we mix and match, how we identify the energy of food with the energy of people. And food is an energy. It's, a unique, it's all unique. Every, every type of different food is, it represents a very unique energy unto itself. When you have different people eating different foods, you have different energy connections being made. The food that you're eating today could give you a sick stomach, a headache, who knows what. It could be perfectly healthy fruit or vegetable food, but it, because it's not energetically aligned with you, you're going to get a negative reaction. I started tapping into that more and more and more. And lo and behold, I met Dr. John Campbell back in the early 1980s, 81, 82. And Dr. John Campbell actually was, was practicing muscle testing. And he set me aside. He said, you're not going to believe how amazing this is. i got to show you something. Because uh, we were friends, and he was explaining to me. He said, you can actually take foods, and you can put a little bit of food under your tongue. Like, put a blueberry under your tongue. Put a strawberry under your tongue. Put a little piece of oat, like an oat flake, under your tongue. A little tiny bit of whatever food you're eating under your tongue, and check your muscle strength. And darn if it isn't finally reactive energetically. If that food doesn't work for you energetically, you'll get weak. And your muscles, you can't hold your arm up. It's impossible to, to be strong and hold your arm up with any degree of strength. So I started tapping into that. And I put two and two together, and I said, you know, this is what I need. This is exactly what I need. To develop a system that's more, more extensive, more detailed, but from this kind of concept, energetically, that helps me tap into the uniqueness of food combinations with people. A system that helps me determine what foods people can tolerate and what foods they can't tolerate. Because, again, nutrition goes far beyond the one-size-fits-all approach. You have to know the energetic connection between food and people, and that's what I started working with. Well, I've got to tell you something that you hit upon, which is absolutely amazing. I'm totally familiar with your technique because I'm familiar with NET, neuro-emotional technique. Sure, sure, sure. You can use the exact same muscle testing to discover some ingrained um, emotions, negative emotions or experiences that your body may be holding on to. Now, now you, the other thing that you said that was so profound is you're asking your body, you're asking your body what is good for it. That is the most common sense technique. You can study, you're absolutely right, you can study anything you want about the human body, but if you're not asking the specific body if that's going to work for it, why assume that it is going to work? And and that, to me, is one of the biggest mistakes that medicine makes. What, what's your opinion on that? I 100% agree, and don't forget this. Really important, Vincent. The body has a biofield. Anything that's... Anything that's Electrical, electromagnetic, any like our cells are, are made up of subatomic particles. Life doesn't begin at the cellular level, my friend. Life begins at the subcellular level. It begins at the energetic level. Mm-hmm. So we're made of energy. Our, our atoms are made of energy. Our atoms are made of particles that generate energy. So we produce a field, an electromagnetic field. So the field that you produce is a biofield. It's tapped into your biology. 
That's what we want to dialogue with. That's exactly what we want to ask. That's what we want to listen to. That's what we want to tap into. So we want a system. That's what I developed. I developed a detailed system. It's called EMT. It's a detailed system that taps into the energy field of the human body, the biofield of the human body, and it dialogues with it. And it dialogues about questions and answers. How's this treat me? How's that treat me? How's this detergent for my clothing? How's this, um, how's this, this soap for my skin? How's this shampoo for my hair? How's this, how are blueberries for me, like I said earlier? How's, how's corn? How's, how are potatoes? Everything, everything, everything. So we can dialogue in detail. And that's what we do. We take the time to detail everything. So that by the time we're done with you, all of your energetic properties are being agreed with by whatever you take into your body, your biofield. So your biofield is protected in great detail from anything that can be negative, anything that can be problematic at an energetic level. That's when people really get well. That's when they get stronger. They get healthier. Again, it's not just about the generic process of one-size-fits-all nutrition. It's about tapping into right. the, the biofield and making sure that we're specifically tied into the biofield at a positive level. So it's the biofield that we are. you're asking. Yes. Right. You're doing your technique. And I'm also familiar with that because I did work with a doctor um, it was very interesting because I had a herniated disc at one time. Any of my followers or listeners um, have known that. In six months, I was in a wheelchair while I was healing it. And the interesting thing is I kept going to my events. Now, I wasn't able to stand other than when I was doing my events and speaking on spiritual matters. When I asked the doctor why I was not feeling any pain whatsoever. He said you were balancing out your biofield because you were doing something so strong and positive. You raised your energy vibration, which raised your field, which put it in perfect balance in order so you didn't, to, according to your field, have a herniated disc or pain. And I perfect. was learning how to do that permanently. Is that have you experienced that with some of your own clients and patients? Of course, of course. That's every day, every day, no question about it. But here's the thing. We need to think in terms of changing the hierarchy. We live in a material okay. culture and our hierarchy begins with cells. Life begins at the cellular level. But if you if you think about it, you, we precede the cellular level. There's molecules, there's DNA. There's particles, there's sub subatomic particles, there's fields. So life begins at the energetic level. Everything is energy. You know, we learned in 1937 we gave the Nobel Prize to to um, a researcher who told us that every 99.9 percent, 99.9 percent of everything is energy. Zero zero point one percent is matter. So we we see things at a material level, and we think of life at an energy at, at a non-energetic level, rather but at a physical level, at a material level. So we see life materially and physically. Life is energetic, and everything in this in this life of ours begins at a subatomic level and at a particle level. Mm -hmm. I think the objective is to tap into the energetic properties, to learn to develop systems that are able to dialogue with the energetic properties of the body, the field of the body and to tap into that information as best we can. And it's, it's the beautiful part about it, Vincent, is the body's always talking. It's never, it's never, it's silent from the perspective of material energy, material dialogue, but at an energetic level, it's flowing continuously. It's just dying to share information with you. If you tap in, you'd be happy you did. So it's flowing all around. Now, now here is the big question that I need to ask you, because this is one of the things that, 
whether it be science of mind, uh, unity, um, spiritual beliefs, your thoughts, your beliefs affect and would control or interfere in that energy field. Is that correct? But I think we're talking about, we're talking about local fields versus extended fields. In other words, the universe is a field. Right. And you and I produce a local field. And okay. it, it, it shrinks all the way down to a cell. So cells have, every cell has its own field. Every person has, every organ has its own field. Every person has its own field. Every, every city, town, state, um, area on the map has, has, has an electromagnetic field. The universe has a magnetic field. So there's, there's expansive fields and there's local fields. So they both, they both affect each other, no question about it. But I think the objective here is to understand that when you and I are, one of the things that the book is about, the, the, the book is entitled The Way of Miracles. And The Way of Miracles is all about the idea that for you and I to be operating at a, at a deeper and a broader level, we're operating at, a, at an intuitive level, we're at a spiritual level, we're operating at a, at a level of our higher consciousness, we're vibrating at a higher frequency, a higher rate and a frequency, higher vibration, if you will. Those are, those are the energy prospects that lead us to a higher response, a deeper response, a more accurate response, a more continued response, a more consistent response. And I think that we can actually be operating out of our ego, our, our, our intellect, uh, our material self, producing weak fields, weaker fields. And those weaker fields are not, not as capable of affecting large, large factions of energy on the planet. So mm. to, to affect to affect patients, to affect um, large numbers of people, to, to have a positive effect on people on the planet itself, we need to be operating at a miracle level. The miracle level is the is the is the para the super conscious level, super consciousness. It is just what it sounds like. It is, it's super consciousness. So when you're operating at a deeper super conscious level, that's when you're operating at a miracle level, and that's when you have the ability to to change field in a dramatic way, in a permanent way. But I don't think we have the power to do that. And our ego. So, to your question, if we're operating at an ego level, then our our input isn't that strong, isn't that continuous, it isn't doesn't have the capacity to to, to create a lasting change. I think our soul has that ability, our source, our, our super conscious self, our higher self right. has that has that capability, not our weaker self. And that is the reason why we're doing the work that we're doing is an attempt to reconnect with that soul so that we can have it guide us and and take over most of the our decisions, if not all our decisions, that intuitive side that you're talking about. The soul is what's connected to that superconscious mind. Carl Jung labeled the superconscious mind and that we are connected to the uh, collective unconscious mind, which is the mind of God, shall we say, is, is the other term that he used for it. So yes, yeah, so going in that direction, completely so it can be a step-by-step -step process then is it the type of thing that if we're in that aligned vibration that higher soulful superconscious vibration then everything is balanced out and our biofield is great but if we step out of it does it immediately go out of alignment? Like, how does that work, that back and forth going from the super conscious mind to the, the conscious and intellect human mind? 
Yes, it, we, we go out of it immediately. It doesn't take about a second. So when we're thinking negative thoughts and we're thinking in the realm of dark ego concepts, we can actually move out of balance instantaneously. But the good news is we can get back in instant, just as instantaneously. So the objective like is to appreciate that, the fact. Yes. Yeah, the objective is to appreciate the fact that we have the ability to project our energy field at a higher level of frequency and higher vibration, at a superconscious level, at a soulful level, at a source level. In so doing, we can actually change more lastingly, more swiftly, more positively. Does that biofield start out at its strongest level from the moment we incarnate on Earth, or do we have to develop that field around us to become stronger and stronger and stronger? Because there are some people like we say, like you, obviously the physical world uses the immunity system, um, your immune system, but, but I say that it's that energy around you that the higher you make your energy, the stronger you can um, withstand some of the biological things that go on in this planet, you know, type of thing. So I, I can think, you I develop that. that biosphere around us to a higher, more protective level then? We have, we have to begin that question. We have to begin answering that question from, from the perspective of karma and reincarnation. Mm. I think that there are those of us, those, there are those of us who, are very, who, who didn't have to go through as much, as much karmic learning. There are those of us who are more dharmic, go through what the, pro, the process the Hindus call moksha, moksha, liberation. So right. when you think about the Dalai Lama, the Dalai Lama, is born with that with that that greatness, if you will. And I think that there are those of us who are, are born with that development through past lifetimes and past dharmic experiences beyond the karma, pain and suffering and learning that actually have a magnetic field that's that's superb, that that's that's exceptional. And I think that for the rest of us, the good news is we can develop it. So it's a little bit of both. We, there, we, can, be, we can be born with it. We can carry it from past lives. We can carry it as, a, as an accumulative liberation concept. Or we can actually just bank on the fact that if we work, do our work here, work really hard through our karma, and build up our dharmic, our dharmic strength and develop a, a, a strength around the concept of liberation, moksha, we can actually develop it and, and build it. So... It's a little bit of both. I love that answer. All right. We're about ready to go into a commercial break. So when we come out of it, I want to talk about your book and the movie and the steps that we can take that you know of to help develop that. All right. So um, for all of those of you who are listening, I am talking today with Dr. Mark Mincola, who is an unbelievable uh, expert in really communicating with the body the right way and the energy field around the body. That's the most important part. So you do not want to leave this station right now. You want to keep listening and it, if you have any type of question, I'm sure you can call in and, and ask. I'm, I'm sure Dr. Mark won't mind answering it. Uh, sure. Because it brings up, yeah, it brings up a lot of questions, and I know in my mind. But stay with us. This is the Stop Stopping Yourself show. I'm your host, Vince and Jenna, and we will be right back.
You're listening to Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Welcome back to Stop Stopping Yourself with Vincent Jenna. Well, yes, welcome back. If you are just joining us today, I have a special guest, Dr. Mark Mancola. He is a nutritional therapist and quantum energy healer um, who wrote a fascinating book, The Way of Miracles. We're going to be talking about that and made that into a film which won the Best Health Awareness Film of 2021. And it's really important today with between the the coronavirus going around and now, you know, the Delta variant and all the other illnesses going out there in the world, this is the time we need to learn people how to get our bodies in balance. We have the ability. We are in control of that. And Dr. Mark is going to share more about what your book is about and the film is about. So, so tell us the way of miracles. What does the way of miracles tell us? The way of miracles is both the film and the book are essentially mapped out in a way. There are six patients who had terminal illnesses, severe illnesses, incurable diseases that, that had 100% turnaround, 100% cures. And they're remarkable experiences. Every, every one of the patients discussed. And by the way, there's six different people in the book, six different people in the film. So there's 12 people all together. People had tumors the size of golf balls. One woman at 37 years old, she had a brain, brain surgery for, to remove the brain tumor. They removed the tumor. Two months later, it grew back. She said, I'm never going to go through that brain surgery again. I have to find a different way to do it. So she, she met with me. And in five months, we got rid of the tumor. And so she's, been, she's been tumor-free, cancer-free for, for nine years. So that's an example of the kind of experience we're putting putting on film and in the book. But it explains, the book and the film pretty much explain to the, to the viewer and to the reader that they have a greater capability than they're aware of, that there's a, a, a need to re-identify with self. The term I refer to is re-identify your I. So I say we, we, we use the word I. 500 times a day. We write it and we speak it 500 times a day. But who is the I? Who is I? And we know who I is. We don't know who I is. That's the point. So the, the book and the film are about the idea of re-identifying yourself at a higher level. Because miracles have to, be, have to be connected with at the level that they exist at. Again, if you want things to cultivate, you have to have the right climate, the right environment. If you want, if you want to cultivate miracles, you have to go to the environment where miracles are present. Miracles are present at a level of higher consciousness, super consciousness, as I like to call it. And miracles are only available at that higher level of vibration, frequency, that, that source, that, that soul self, if you will. Mm-hmm. By going into our soul, by going into our source, by meditating deeper, by contemplating deeper, by going into trance exercises, by doing yoga, tai chi, etc., by working at deeper levels energetically, we put ourselves in position to operate where, where miracles are. That's where miracles are. Miracles are not in the mundane self and not in the mundane claim. Miracles are not where egos, egotistical issues are. Miracles are not in the material, material thing, in the higher, higher frequency. So by going into the higher frequency and cultivating a higher self and a clear, more clear awareness about your higher self, changing your eye, identifying your eye, becoming soulful, becoming, becoming source-oriented, that's, that puts you in the miracle zone. 
You mean they don't occur just because we're going to the gym three times a week or eating the right diet and um, taking walks every single day? You mean they don't all occur just from that? Those are important things. There's no question about it. Those are, those are important things. They're part of a – here's the concept. There's a word that, that comes up here. The word is awareness or consciousness or super consciousness. So when you're eating with awareness, when you're living with awareness, when you're practicing your wellness with awareness, you're taking supplements with awareness, you're leading your, yourself through your life each day of your life step by step with a, with a fully conscious awareness. Whatever you're doing, whether it's eating, walking, thinking, communicating with somebody, making friends, deciding how you're going to live your life, deciding what kind of work you want to do, deciding what kind of hobbies you want to engage in, it's all about consciousness. It's all about awareness. So it begins and ends with awareness. And I think by elevating your awareness, elevating your consciousness, it puts you in the zone of making remarkable miracles and having an extraordinary life. We have the ability to have an extraordinary life. We just have to know who we are. You just defined thriving versus surviving. That's exactly what thriving in life is all about and what we're meant to do. And I hope everybody just heard that. And it, it, it does take work. So what kind of work do we need to do to get to that point? I mean, yes, there's a lot of books out there and we can read your book, but how do we get to apply it? What should we do? Do you have any practical suggestions on steps we should take the first, in order the to first get to exercise, the level? The first exercise that I mentioned in the book, I say the reader should actually find a mirror. So go to the nearest mirror and prepare to take 10 minutes of your time looking in your own eyeballs. In the center of your eyes, you're looking in the center of your eyes, eye to eye, for 10 minutes. Just look into your eyes and feel the essence. Think about this. Feel the essence of your soul. So you're, you're, not, you're not just an ego. You're not just a physical form. You're not just a body. You're not just a personality. You're not just a male or a female. You are a soul. You're, the, you're, you're feeling the essence of your energy. You're feeling the, the invisible part of your, your field that just... It's observing you from within. So you're observing your own soul with your own eyes. So to look in the mirror, eyeball to eyeball, for 10 minutes straight, 10, 10 full minutes, not, not getting distracted, not, not pulling away after five minutes, 10 minutes. You, t- you tap into the soul that you are, the source that you have, and the energy that you are represented above at a deeper, more essential level. So it's all about tapping into your essence. That, that, starts, the, that starts the ball rolling. All right, before you go on to step two, do you know that that step is one of the hardest steps for people to do? When they look in the mirror and they're looking in themselves, they see the new wrinkles they got from the day before. They see their hair looking terrible. They see their body becoming something they don't like. And some people can't even stand looking in the mirror. So to me, that first step that you're suggesting is one of the most important things because people don't look at themselves and they don't look beyond themselves. You just said to look beyond your physical body. That must take a lot of hard work. Have you found it? easy well, or difficult for some people to do that step two is step two is embrace home so step two is all about realizing that everything in this universe is dualistic we're just part of a duality so when we identify our eye the way we talk about it, the eye that we are the personal 
we are, the being we are, both sinner and saint. It is both light and dark. It's like the Tai Chi circle. The Tai Chi circle is like the yin and yang sign. Dark on one side of the world with a light interior, light on the other side of the dark interior. Mutual compatibility of opposition is expressed in that, in that graphic. But that graphic is representative of embracing the dualistic nature of life. So for us to realize that we are both God and, 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 and mortal man at the same time, mortal human at the same time. And that we have the ability to create mutual compatibility through that opposition. So the objective is to, is to tap into the fact that part of us that's it's mortal, that's ego-based, that's material, isn't very lovable. Part of us that's human has got to be forgiven, it's got to be understood, it's got to be loved, it's got to be healed. Part of us that's divine is perfectly lovable because it's perfect. Part of us that's divine forgives and heals the part of us that isn't. So to understand that, that to embrace the holism, to become part of this holistic concept of whole, whole self plus divine, light and dark, and to, and to create a mutual compatibility with those two forces, and to love ourselves with our divine self and to forgive, to, to forgive our vulnerable self with our divine self. This is what embracing holism is all about. It's so much easier to love the, the divine self that we are. We get to know it. So are these the steps that you started with with the patients that are in your book and the film? Yes. Did they find it these easy pre- or difficult to do? I talk about them in the book as precepts. In other words, these, these are the precepts that we work with. We're not just, we're not just talking about cells and taking vitamin C. We're talking about the whole person. We're embracing holism, like I said. We're embracing the concept of higher self, consciousness. I think the concept of, of embracing ourselves unconditionally is an important part of our work. But these are all precepts that we, that we bring out in our work and that we communicate with people. With. This, these, are the, this, these are our operational, our operational vantage points that we, that we operate with. I got it. I mean, I appreciate that completely. So, all right. Is there then a third step? What do we need to do um, to continue this healing and miracle process based on your technique? Well, to, that, that's the third step is to embrace that everything is energy, to understand that everything is energy. Because we're, we're not capable of healing ourselves miraculously by operating purely from a material level. So we want to make sure that we appreciate and live in contact with everything being energetically imbued. So energy has to be healed with energy. We can't heal energy with matter. So the way we're, the way we're accustomed to thinking about healing in this planet, in this culture, in the present day, we used to think about taking two of these and call me in the morning. So it's all pills. It's all drugs. It's all material, material medicine. We have to understand that for us to really perform miracles, we have to operate at a deeper level, like we said. We have to operate at a, at a non-material level, at, a, at an energetic level. And I think we're embracing the notion of emotion, thoughts, all the energetic properties that make us the unique being that we are. Our spirit, our soul, the parts of us we can't see. It's, it's important that we understand and appreciate and embrace and emanate from. That's, that's an important term that I always use. We want to emanate from those unseen places of self. Emanate from those places. We want to understand that we are—we're much more etheric than we're aware of. We're much more—we're much more spiritually imbued. We're much more powerful 
we don't see ourselves as powerful. We don't see ourselves as good, like you pointed out a minute ago, because that's what we're accustomed to thinking ourselves and, and identifying our I, like I said, through the process of limitation, materialism, and error. We think of ourselves as living in error. How can I like? How can I like my ego? I can't like that. That's not a very likable part of me. But you want to forgive and love your ego with your higher self, which is your soul. So, like I, th- I think I said a minute ago, to embrace that that within you that is material, that is limited, with a part of us that is immaterial and that is unlimited, is what the goal is. Wow. Yeah, um, that is 100% in my book of of knowledge and wisdom. Um, totally appreciate that. So going back to that energy field around us, and you said earlier in the first half of the show that you can go off the path. Of course, we can go back on it and we can get back in alignment. But when we go off it, does is that what makes us vulnerable to illness or even create illness without us knowing it? What's the actual result of us going against that biofield around us. I like to I like to kind of move this into the area of genetics for a minute. Okay. We all have a genome. What your genome is, it's like a map. Okay. It's like a, it's like a, it's a constellation of our potential hereditary problems. Our genetic possibility for migraine headaches. Great grandmother, great grandmother had migraine headaches. Great grandfather had Crohn's disease. Whatever. It wasn't the case. Maybe. So the point is, we have this genetic into this world with a genome. We have a genetic map that, that is representative of probability and possibility for health, for, for lack of health, for disease, etc. So I think that I'd say it like this. We've learned from recent time, recent years the importance of epigenetics. Epigenetics. And epi is a prefix that means above. Above the gene. So up until about five years ago, science told us that Genetic determinants for disease for 95%. Five years ago, we were told that the determination for genetic for, for disease was 95% genetic inborn. So you were born with 95% of your map. Now we've learned through epigenetics, it's only 5%. And it's 95% changeable. What is it changeable from? Energy field, energy field work, working with our soul, our spirit, like we're talking about right now. So I think that, like, your question is a good question. If somebody goes off the beaten path, they're not tapping into their biofield, not doing their work, are they vulnerable? Are they susceptible? And the answer is yes. Because your genetic, your genome, your genetic constellation, your genetic map is capable of expressing disease. So you can, you can be more inclined to, to express disease if you're not taking care of your, your epigenetic business, so to speak. So epigenetic mm. business is representative of energy concepts that are tapped into your field, your biofield, like we said, so biofield, energetics, uh, wholeness, all the things we're talking about. So th- those are the things that actually help our epigenetic posture in life to strengthen our, our ability to rise above the potential for our genetic disasters. I, I am going to be an example for that because my entire family um, on my father's side all died of heart disease younger than they should. Both my parents had heart problems. My brother had heart problems. My heart was so strong. Now, 
And I'm and and of course the doctors are always asking you what's your genetic background? What did your mother have? What did your father have? Your relatives have? Because then that's how they they raised that five percent to ninety five percent. You have a ninety five percent chance of having heart disease like everybody else. Now here's what I want to share is yes, I went off that path and what happened? I had a heart attack. But I immediately went back on the path and that heart attack did not cause any damage whatsoever. The doctor said I was a miracle because I had a 99% blockage off my Widowmaker and I had no damage to the heart whatsoever and it is pumping out more blood than most other people are pumping out. So I, I feel I'm an example of what you are just talking about. Sometimes we're going to fall off the path. Right? You, don't you find that? That's what happens. Of course, in, sure, in life sure, with sure, all this sure. Disease. But what you, you, what you, what you're representing here is you're representing someone who actually went back into the, the dedication, of wholeness, embracing the fact that everything is energy, and tapping into your soul and becoming more source oriented. You, you took the steps to super consciousness. You changed your genetic profile by, by raising up your epigenetic potential by doing your deeper work. You're normalizing the understanding of us being energies. That's, a, a lot of people have a hard time walking around just paying attention to that fact. Now, we're not saying you're supposed to be walking around thinking that you're electricity and that you're going to shock somebody or, or you can turn on a light bulb by holding it. That's not what we're saying here. What we're saying is understanding that you're more than just flesh and that energy has vibration and your thoughts and attitude and work you put into your life control that vibration, affects that vibration. Is that, that uh, agree or disagree with me on that part, Dr. Moore? I agree, I agree. Does it, Dr. Rutger Weaver Scotland, back in the 80s, he actually measured the, the human field. 0.225 volts of 0.225, it's enough to run the human body. And I think the key is that we are electromagnetic in a very subtle Indian way, but our energy field is infinitely more powerful. I mean, we don't generate a tremendous amount of electricity. 0.225 volts is in a tremendous charge. But think about the amazing field we produce, which our field can reach 60 feet away from us. So you produce an incredible field efficiency, what I call field efficiency. It takes very little energy to, to run that field. The efficiency is remarkable. So if you're working in concert, in coordination with yourself, supporting your field, your biofield, the health factor that you can actually generate is it's, it's miraculous. It's, it's just simplified. We have the we have the miraculous ability to, to generate a healthy field. It's incredible. And don't we even have the ability to feel each other's field? We sure do. No question about that. We, and we do it all the time. We just don't know that we're doing it. We're not thinking in those terms. We're not tapped into that fact. I think no, that you're right. When we, but when you're at a party and someone walks in the room and you go, ooh, I get such a bad vibration from that dude, it, you're feeling that dude's energy field. Sure you are. So, all right. How do people are. get in touch with you? How do they get your book? How do they get the film? And... Do you do all this work remotely? I mean, how can I come and get tested to see what my body needs? 
since COVID, we've been doing everything for the past 18 months remotely. Uh, we see people from all over the world. from Europe and Asia and all over the place. We have people from all over the world, but I do the work remotely at this stage. Hopefully things get a little bit more civilized, more clear, and things even out, and we can actually get back into the action doing person-to-person work again. Right. Well, we're on, things, are, things are strange right now, so we're waiting for that to kind of clear itself up. But that's that's cool. Number, number two, they can actually contact me by, by going to markmancola.com. Mark, M-A-R-K, Mancola, M-I-N-C-O-L-L-A, markmancola.com. You can actually go to the, you can actually rent the movie just to, to observe and watch the film, The Way of Miracles, by going to thewayofmiracles.com, thewayofmiracles.com. And the book, The Way of Miracles, is available at Amazon. So Amazon for the, for the book, The Way of Miracles, thewayofmiracles.com for the film. Okay, do me a favor, Mark. Because we're talking about energy, we must be disrupting it because all of a sudden I cannot hear you clearly. Can you please hang up and call right back in? Can you do that? Sure, hold on. Okay, good. Wow, we are talking about real important stuff here, people. And and it's so good. You you hear each of us on this show, um, talking about your vibration, talking about um, uh, going to higher levels. But when you start hearing doctors talking about it in in a scientific way, it makes more sense. Mark, are you back with us? We're back. Back in the saddle. Oh, my gosh, that sounds so much better. You see, that's what happens. We're talking about energy and and this <laughs> electronic energy from the internet and stuff like that, that's menial compared to our energy, right? <laughs> no doubt about it. No doubt about that. So repeat again. Don't don't move or anything so that there's no interference. Repeat again how people can get your book and movie. Sure, Vincent. You can you can connect with me by going to Mark M A R K You can go to the film and actually watch the film. At thewayofmiracles.com. You can actually obtain the book, The Way of Miracles, by just simply contacting Amazon or Barnes and Noble. Having written a book and done a movie, do you still see clients yourself? Like, do they go to your website if they want to connect with you? Do they have to come to you in person? How can people get a hold of you if they need help? Yes, they can contact me at markmincola.com. And I see people remotely. I see since since COVID, we've been doing remote appointments. But I'm I'm seeing 30 people a week. Wow. Okay. That's amazing. Good for you. I'm glad your energy level is up to do that. Um, the, the the question is, or, or answer for people, because they get very confused. When you're working with energy fields, right, and since we're all energy, isn't it possible to connect to another person's energy without their bodies being directly in front of you? Of course. How is here's that the, Here's work? the thing. Here's, here's what you want to think of. The universe is strung together with a plasma of particles. So one particle is, is abutting another particle. So it's like a domino effect. You do something anywhere you are on this planet, and you can actually connect with 
particles and, and the, the, the domino effect, if you will, as far away as you, you can imagine. So there's no limitation in the world of quantum. The quantum world is unlimited. It's, 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 in, it's incredibly dynamic. It's incredibly interposed. It's interconnected. It's unified. Separation is the grand illusion. It is an illusion. And I also want you to comment on this. You were talking very, in the beginning of the show, you were talking about foods and some foods and vitamins that you can't just set it for everybody because it's, it's not necessarily going to work. Is that also true of some foods they say that are bad for everybody? For example, I did muscle testing at the time I was a smoker and I held a container I didn't know what container had what in it. I held the container. My muscle went weak, and it was a cigarette. But then I held another container, and my muscle remained strong, and it was sugar. I have never been affected negatively from sugar. So is it possible that there are even those foods that may be bad for some, but okay for others? The answer is yes. Bioindividuality bio is truly remarkable, very dynamic, like I said. And in terms of the sensitivity of muscle testing, I'll tell you an interesting story. Um, a number of years ago, I did a presentation at a local theater nearby. There's 400 people in the theater. And I called a dozen people up to come to front, up on the stage with me. And I handed out 12 manila envelopes each person. Each person was holding a manila envelope. I, I said, hold it near your heart. And they held it near their heart. I had them raise up their arm and muscle test. They hold the manila envelope by the heart. I check the arm strength. If their arm goes down, I want them to take a step back. If their arm stays up strong, I want them to take a step forward. So the people who tested positive took a step forward. The people who tested negative took a step back. At the end of this, I had them each open up their envelopes. The people who took a step back had pictures of Adolf Hitler, had pictures of the, the, the um, hurricane in, in Louisiana. Amazing. Oh, I'm so. And the people, and the people who did well, you pictures of Mother Teresa, etc. Unbelievable. Yes, you got to continue this. We got to have you back on the show. I'm so sorry. This is the Stop Stopping Yourself show. We have run out of time. You're amazing, Dr. Mark Mincola. Go to the Way of Miracles. Pick up that book. Pick up the video, and be in touch with him, Dr. Mark Mincola. Thank you. Thank you for listening. This is Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Do you want to deepen your connection to the divine, speed up your progress on the spiritual path, then tune in to the Spirit Matters podcast. I'm the host, Philip Goldberg. And I interview experts with wisdom, insight, and practical guidance for every seeker of truth. Spirit Matters on the mindbodyspirit.fm network. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.